It is Friday evening, September the 22nd of the year 2023. And folks, this is another episode of the BB Chronicles. Sunday's slate for week three is expected to be a very, very competitive one, at least at least in my eyes. Most games are very difficult to predict. There's a lot of toss-ups here. Games that could go either fucking way. And, well, folks, let's get to it. Before then, though, let me let me just let me just give my little takeaway on last night's game, the Thursday night football monstrous. Uh, that's sarcasm. Monstrous game between the New York Giants and the San Francisco 49ers. Two teams literally. I don't want to say they're an op. They're the complete opposite, but their seasons don't look like they're going in the same direction. The New York Giants do not look like a good football team. The San Francisco 49ers look like they could win the Super Bowl this season or make a deep run towards uh, towards the playoffs. Very different organizations as of this season or for this season, excuse me. But that shit was on full display on Thursday uh, last night. Last night everything that everybody had was expecting for this game was on full display. The New York Giants looked horrible. It, it was their offense couldn't do anything in this game. They couldn't sustain enough drives. They couldn't do anything. Their defense, their defense couldn't. Their defense. I'll, I'll be honest. I think the New York Giants' defense has probably been one of the bigger disappointments this season. I was expecting big things out of it. They have big playmakers, big names on defense, guys who are expected to make a leap of some sorts. I haven't seen anything so far. The New York Giants are coming off from beating the Arizona Cardinals in a thrilling game. <laughs> and it, that wasn't supposed to be thrilling. They were supposed to take care of their business. The 49ers are coming off a close game against divisional rival Los Angeles Rams that have looked awesome to start the season so far. And the 49ers came here and whooped the Giants 30-12 to at home. Let me tell you, the, the Giants, at least the first half, it, it, looked, it looked competitive to some degree. That first, that first half looked somewhat competitive. The Giants were able to make the game a little closer. The game was 17-12. to 17-12, they missed a two-point conversion that didn't go as planned. It was... It wasn't a blowout from the beginning. The Gi- I mean, as a matter of fact, the 49ers had a shit first drive. It, it wasn't, they didn't have a pretty start either. And the Giants just don't have enough to hang around right now. That That's the problem. You know, you know it's bad when you, you're not even fucking yourself up like a team like the Vikings are. Or hell, even the Chargers. They're not even shooting themselves in the foot. They're just bad. They just suck right now. They have no offensive line to speak of at this moment. No Andrew Thomas out there. I believe Evan Neal is not. I mean, he's he left the game as well. I mean, this 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 is tough. It's a mess on the offensive line. Their defense have. I mean, they haven't really been able to get a whole lot of pressure. That they did. I mean, they had two sacks on Brock Purdy. I guess you could say that's progress, but it's been a little disappointing too. Their 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 defensive line. Great players on there, but they haven't had the success they were looking for. Just in just in general, 
just in general, this team, this New York Giants team is, they're headed the wrong direction. There's, this schedule is going to continue to stay difficult. By, by the time they pick up another win, I'm serious. By the time this Giants team picks up another win, they'll probably already be 1-5, 1-6. Give it a couple more weeks and we're already, and we're going to be done with the Giants. The Giants should be looking forward. The Giants, look, it's only week three, but just give it a couple weeks and we could be, we could be seeing talks of this team just wrapping it up already and looking forward to next year or towards next season, excuse me. Daniel Jones, I can't say this is all his fault. Daniel Jones is going to get a lot of blame for any of the losses, but that's what's going to happen when you're, when the best player on offense is out for many weeks. It's going to happen. But I am disappointed a little bit with their defense. I, I, I am disappointed with their defense. I thought they would be more of a backbone this season to uh, for the team. But a, a lot of shit just has not gone right for the New York Giants. Daniel Jones, after tearing it up against Arizona, only comes up with 137 passing yards. He has an interception. He gets sacked twice. The, the, the run game was awful, as expected. Matt Breda had 17 yards on four carries. That was their leading rusher. Not even Daniel Jones could could do anything. As soon as he stepped out, they were on his ass. And yeah, when you can't run the ball, when you don't have a when you don't have a pocket, um, I don't want to say a pocket passer. When you don't have a quarterback who can necessarily carry you to a win, a, a guy who's a a franchise quarterback. I mean, a, a guy who is going to be the the best player on your offense. He's just not he's not that guy. It's it's unfair to expect it from him, even after a great week like last week. It, it's a rough one for the Giants, but I didn't expect anything different, so I can't shit on them too much. The 49ers playmakers all had themselves great games as usual. Brock Purdy had 310 yards, two touchdowns, 111 uh, passer rating. McCaffrey had 85 rushing yards. Elijah Mitchell had a solid game too. Debo Samuel had 129 uh, receiving yards. Kittle had 90 receiving yards. They all stepped up in Brandon Ayuk's absence. There's not a whole lot to talk about in this game. They, they did what they had to do. They took care of business. They won convincingly. Um, the 49ers, that is. I mean, the stat. I mean, the stats even show they outgained the Giants 440, 441 to 150. They outgain these guys by seriously, they outgain these guys by fucking almost 300 yards. They, they outgain them by almost 300 yards. That's embarrassing. That is very, very, very embarrassing if you're the New York Giants. You didn't, again, it's one thing to lose games continuously and finding ways to lose, but they didn't even find a way to lose. They literally just got punched in the mouth it's awful 141 rushing yards to 29 i mean this is awful the the time of possession the 49ers had almost 40 minutes of time of possession almost double of what the giants had it, it was pure domination the giants move on excuse me the 49ers move on and play the cardinals next week you could already pencil them for and at this point the New York Giants, I believe, play the Seattle Seahawks next week on Monday Night Football. 
that's going to be a make or break game for the Giants right there. That's the team. I mean, that's a team that was the you know the Giants the Giants finished with the sixth seed last year. Yeah, the Giants finished with the sixth seed last year. The Seahawks finished with the seventh seed. So these were teams that barely got in the playoffs last season. The Seahawks look like a playoff team so far. The Giants don't. So that's going to be a make or break game for the New York Giants next week against the Seahawks. But yeah, that's that. That's that Thursday night football. Two of the premier franchises in this league. It's It's a shame one of them just sucks right now. But now... To what y'all were waiting for, the picks. <laughs> and look, again, these games are toss-ups. Very close games. Not just by the line and spread, but they're close games. Like These are games that will make you overthink, at least for who the winner is. I, I just at, le- at the end of the day, I literally said, fuck it. I got to pick someone. I can't pick a tie. I, I got to pick somebody to win some of these games. And well, here it goes. The Atlanta Falcons at Detroit Lions. Already. Already. I, I I had Atlanta barely favored in this game. And I had to change my mind. I, I think the Detroit Lions. I think the Detroit Lions, for one, have something that the Falcons have not played this so far this season. The Atlanta Falcons have not played a passing attack. As a matter of fact, an, uh, an offense to the degree that the Lions have. The Falcons' defense, I, I've given them their credit so far this season. So far this season, I've given them their credit. But they haven't played that kind of offense yet. Nowhere near. They played a rookie quarterback making his NFL debut in week one with lackluster options. And they played a Green Bay team without its top receiver, without its top tackle, and without its top running back. And a young quarterback who was who hasn't even made his who hasn't even made his home debut in Jordan Love. So, I trust the Falcons. Well, I don't trust them. I believe in the Falcons. I believe they're going to be right there with the Saints at the end of the year to win that division. But not this game. I I think this game they will run the ball well. They will do what they have to do offensively. But if I had to choose between Kenny Pickett or Jordan Love, I mean, excuse me, excuse me, I'm I'm tripping, I'm tripping. I'm thinking about the. I'm literally. Th- I was literally thinking about the Packers. I was literally thinking about the Packers for a little bit. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's literally about to be fucking eleven right now. But yeah, if I when it comes to Atlanta, if I literally had to pick with them in Detroit, I think they'll be able to run the ball in the Lions. I really do. I think they'll be able to. Hell, sometimes. I, I dare say they could control the time of possession for this game. But again, they don't. But if I had to pick between these two offenses, the Lions can get the Lions can get it done either way. Even though they have a little bit of a banged up offensive line, I think they should be able to get it done. Again, they have a passing attack. They have a passing attack that the, the Falcons haven't seen. We're about to find out how good this pass defense is. Is it really is it legit? And I think this is going to be a close one. The Lions were able to sneak it out. The key for Atlanta to win this game is not... Well, for one, they're going to control the time of possession. That's the number one thing they have to do. But they got to they gotta limit Detroit's... They got to limit Detroit's um, run game. David Montgomery probably isn't playing this game. 
So I, I do expect, you know, obviously they're going to split carries uh, with the running backs, the Lions, but they can keep that. They can keep that running game at short. Oof. Make Jared Goff beat him, which again he could he he could he could almost literally do that. But I I think if they can stop the run game, make Jared Goff throw to their much more improved secondary. I think that's I think that's a key. But yeah, they're they're probably gonna end up winning this game. I I can see them winning this game by running for over 150 200 yards. I don't trust Desmond Ritter to do a whole lot. And for the Detroit Lions, don't turn the ball over. Please. Literally that's the that's the game plan for the Lions. Don't turn the ball over. Don't give the Falcons any hope in this game. Don't give them don't give them too many opportunities to be on offense. Limit how many offensive drives the Falcons have. You keep giving that ball to the Atlanta, they will have a long ass drive. And that's what you should be worried about if you're a Lions fan. Also, they have to make Desmond Ritter's life hell. They can't let him do what he did to the Packers defense last week. I'm not saying that he torched them, but he looked like a starting quarterback last week. And that's not what they want. That pass rush has to step it up. They're, they're Look, the Falcons are probably going to run the ball regardless, and they're probably going to do it well as well. But that Lions defense, and, and you got to understand, they're banged up in the secondary a little bit, but again, they should be fine. They just cannot give up 200 passing yards in this game they give up 200 passing yards they're probably going to give up over 100 rushing yards or 150 rushing yards and that's where the trouble starts because atlanta will be fine having the ball 30 35 minutes in this game this is going to be a close one but i trust atlanta's offense more they're slightly a better team on paper more expectations too by the way the falcons this is their first road game too that's that's another one so yeah, I got Detroit in this game. Next game up, the Tennessee Titans at Cleveland Browns. The Tennessee Titans are coming off a thrilling win over the Chargers on the road. Meanwhile, the Cleveland Browns are coming off a not-so-thrilling defeat to their arch-rival, the Pittsburgh Steelers, at Heinz Field. Look, the Cleveland Browns and the Tennessee Titans... Three okay, the Cleveland Browns are three and a half point favorite. I have no trust in either of these rosters. Similarly to Atlanta and Detroit, other, only that they're I actually think they're good rosters. This game, the Tennessee Titans and the Cleveland Browns, this is a battle of two teams that are probably gonna finish nine and eight. And that's no offense to the Cleveland Browns. That yes, they did lose Nick Chubb. But Jerome Ford looked fine in his absence. I'm not saying that he's replaceable, but he looked fine. And they just signed Kareem Hunt again. So I, I do expect the run game to at least hold it down. But I'm picking Tennessee, guys. And why? It's because I don't I don't trust Deshaun Watson anymore. I don't trust this guy to carry this offense. He's been mistake prone. At least he was against Pittsburgh, and he's about to play another good, uh, good, another good defensive team. I don't trust Deshaun Watson, and I don't trust him at all. This game is going to be a defensive. Uh, this game is going to be a defensive battle, a game where literally there, there's going to be over 100 rushing yards by both teams. It's whichever quarterback doesn't turn the ball over a lot. Literally, that's 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 my, that's my prediction, and I think. If Derrick Henry has himself a solid game, Ryan Tannehill does not turn the ball over or, or doesn't do it more than once, 
they have a good shot. The Tennessee Titans, look, the Tennessee Titans, I'm picking them to win this game also because they keep games close. They will keep a game close, and they will figure a way out to end up winning it. They did it to the Chargers, who I thought were on were not even on their level. They were above their level. Much more talented, way better quarterback, and look what happened. In overtime, too, guys. In overtime, too, where Herbert had the ball. So don't get me the, oh, who Deshaun Watson is still a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. I don't think that fucking matters in this game. What's going to matter is which quarterback doesn't fuck up the most and which defense and which defense is able to come up with the biggest plays. And I think I, I would say Tennessee. I would say Tennessee. I would trust them a little bit more, but fuck, to stay away from this game if you're if you're a gambler. So yeah, that's Tennessee for this game. I can I can literally see them winning right now. And I can see them literally making me feel like an idiot after they lose. I this is this game could go either way. I know Cleveland is a three and a half point favorite. But they're a three and a half point favorite because their roster is a little better. Tennessee can't be trusted. Tennessee on paper, they are not they are not something to say wow. But they're a hell of a coach. A hell of a coach team, excuse me. Next game up, the Los Angeles Chargers at Minnesota Vikings. Now, if you thought those two games were uh, toss-ups, wait up, t- wait until you hear about this game. Chargers at Vikings is probably the most fucking miserable, mind-fucking, I don't know how the fuck to say it. There is no way you pre-predict this winner. I, I, I literally, <laughs> I literally for 20 minutes... Sat in my bed thinking, who the fuck was winning this game? They're both 0-2. They're both not meeting their expectations. They've both lost both games by one possessions. By one possession. Who the fuck wins this game? Like, literally, who wins this game? Like, I, I felt miserable thinking about this game. This is, look, it's going to be a fun game. But my fucking god, I have it is rare you have a game like this. Not only this close, but you don't know you don't know who the fuck to pick. You don't know. You don't trust either team. Their quarterbacks are nice, but they, they don't tend to they don't tend to make big plays down the stretch. Their offenses are amazing to watch. Amazing on the field, to think about, to look at statistically. Their defenses are a joke right now. <laughs> I'm picking the Chargers. I'm, I'm picking the Los Angeles Chargers to beat the Minnesota Vikings. That was not easy. I switched my, I switched back and forth, but it was not easy. I, I am leaning towards the Chargers only because of this reason. I think the defense, if any of these defenses has the opportunity to do something big, it's their defense. I hate to say it, but it's literally that is that is one. Also, I think they are under more pressure. They are under a lot more pressure. Well, not a lot, but they are under more pressure than the Vikings. They have a head coach who's on the hot seat in Brandon Staley, who's supposed to be like, you know, I'm not going to go about the whole defensive thing, okay? But the Chargers have more pressure on them right now than the Minnesota Vikings. I think the Minnesota Vikings, it's like you're surprised, but you're not surprised. The Chargers, it's like, how the fuck are you going to start 0-3? 
You're supposed to compete. You're literally with the talent you have on this team. You're supposed to compete with the Chiefs for the division. And we've been saying that for the last two, three years. They still haven't done anything. That's why I think it's the Chargers who have to pull away this win. They have to. They have to. They have no um, Austin Eckler for this game. Yes, I understand that. As a matter of fact, I don't know if the run game, I don't know if either run game is necessarily going to kill it this week. But they have the most pressure. And I think this team is going to have it the worst if they're going, if they start 0-3, then Minnesota. Yes, Minnesota. Yeah, they start 0-3. It's going to be fucking crazy. I just don't think it's the same as the Chargers. The Chargers are expected to be in the playoffs and win games. They have a better quarterback, one of the top five QBs in the league, with a roster who is top 10 in the league when it comes to talent. We saw the Vikings drop. We were expecting the Vikings to drop off a little bit. And Kevin O'Connell's not losing his job, even if they have a fucking 4-13 and year. He ain't losing his job. So that's why I'm saying the Chargers have the most to prove. Look, both quarterbacks are probably going to throw for big for, for big numbers. I think I think Justin Jefferson can break a fucking record. If anything. I mean, this game, literally, it's going to be a back-and-forth seesaw battle. Um, but I have to I have to say it's the Chargers. I, I just think so. I think the Vikings will figure a way to kill themselves at the end. I, excuse me. Fuck themselves over at the end. That was a bad choice of words. Um... Yeah, that was brutal. That was brutal to pick, but the Chargers. Next game up. Um, the New England Patriots at New York Jets. The Patriots are a two-point favorite. Another game very difficult to predict. Initially, I had the New England Patriots, but I'm going with the New York Jets. I think their defense is going to wake up after their beatdown they had last week. See, they had a beatdown last week. The Patriots have lost two games very closely. And that's more torturous than getting your ass beat. I think once you get your ass beat, you can kind of, you know what you did wrong. And I think the Jets defense knows what they did wrong. The whole country is just talking about Zach Wilson right now. But they're not, I think they're missing the point. Their defense played awful. The defense was supposed to carry them. And I don't think they picked up anything. I think the Jets defense at home will clamp We'll put the clamps on Mac Jones and the receivers. I think it's going to be a game of which quarterback. Again, similarly to the Atlanta game and Detroit. I mean, excuse me, the Tennessee and Cleveland game. It's which quarterback can avoid the most mistakes or maybe make the biggest plays down the stretch. And to be honest, that obviously Mac Jones is better than Zach Wilson. But I think that Jets defense, when they get it going, they get it going. They get it going, and they can run the ball. I don't trust the Patriots being able to run the ball in this game. I, I don't. I don't think they can run the ball. I think Mac Jones is going to struggle. I, I think this game literally is going... I can see this game being 13-10 to 10 for all I know. But I think the Jets pick it up at home. And, the, and then we start to wonder why the Patriots are 0-3. And yeah, it's, it's going to be a big mess. But New England, I don't trust Mac Jones still. And they have to run the ball better. They they can get the run game going. They can get over 100 rushing yards in this game against the Jets. Okay, the Patriots do have a pretty good shot. Next game up. Houston Texans at Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars. <laughs> uh, no, 
No need to go any further. They're eight and a half point favorites, and I expect them to cover. They're playing a banged up Houston secondary. They should they should have some success getting to CJ Stroud with a banged up offensive line that Houston has. I like Jacksonville in this game. I like them. And and another thing, they're coming off a horrendous performance against the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they're gonna let the Texans beat their punching back this week. Next game up. The Buffalo Bills at Washington Commanders. The Bills are a six and a half point favorite. I think the Bills win this game. I'm picking the Bills, but I actually think this game might be closer than what people think it is. It's a home game for the Commanders. I think their pass rush can give Josh Allen some trouble. I think their run game can give the Bills some trouble, but at the end of the day, I don't think the secondary concerns me. I mean, yeah, I don't think the secondary concerns me if I'm Josh Allen. He has mobility, unlike Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, excuse me, not Jimmy Garoppolo. Unlike Russell Wilson last week, Josh Allen has mobility. Josh Allen should be fine. Well, his receivers as well. I, I, I think they'll be able to find. I think it, it's going to be a rough start, but I think he'll be able to find his groove with the receivers. I don't know if Washington will be able to put a, put enough drives together. They'll have to run the ball successfully. And take time off the clock. Not give the ball back to Josh Allen. Sam Howe has to play good, clean football. He can't be throwing two, three picks against a team like the Bills. You don't give a team that's the favorite. You don't give a team that's a jogger not more and more possessions. You just don't. Especially with how quick they can score. I, I, I can see it. I really could see their defense making some big plays. But their offense just keeps fucking giving them the ball. So yeah, that's that. Uh, next game up, Indianapolis Colts at Baltimore Ravens. I don't care who starts for quarterback for the Colts. I know uh, Anthony Richardson's out for this game. Ravens have this on lock. Colts defense, I think, could make it a little bit challenging, similarly to how Houston did in week one. Again, Baltimore has seven starters out for this game. Seven fucking starters are out for the Ravens, but I don't believe the Ravens will have a... I don't think the Ravens will have trouble missing a beat. Lamar Jackson Lamar Jackson will be the complete difference maker. And their defense is going to give the Colts so many issues. A team who does not run the ball that effectively. It's, it's going to be a rough one for Gardner Minshew, I believe. In Baltimore as well. It's not a good combination. I think they pick a... I think they, um, they cover the spread as well. Baltimore. Next game up. The New Orleans Saints at Green Bay Packers. Another close game. The Packers are a one and a half point favorite. And I'm barely leaning towards them. I'm barely leaning towards the Packers. I probably shouldn't. But I'm leaning towards Green Bay over New Orleans. Because for one, I felt they could have still won last uh, last week's game. They could not stop the run at all. I don't know if I don't know if New Orleans can run the ball effectively on Green Bay. But the other thing is the Packers are the home team. And I think their secondary, I think their defense is going to give Derek Carr a lot of problems. Derek Carr is going to be forced to have to win this game by himself. I think Derek Carr is going to have to throw 40, 50 times in this game. And I don't think that's I don't think that's the way. I think he could end up having one or two picks in this game. That's bold, but I believe so. I believe the Packers are going that Packers defense is going to make life hell for Derek Carr. And I'm not saying that the New Orleans Saints defense isn't going to give Jordan Love many issues. 
but let's not let's not sugarcoat who who the Saints have had to play too. The Saints literally are coming off from playing Bryce Young and the the Panthers offense. Panthers offense when the when the season's over with are going to be top one of the top five worst in the league. Oh, and by the by the way, they played the Tennessee Titans in Week One. Not an offense that's very sexy, by no means. Ryan Tannehill threw what three interceptions in that game. With no offensive line, I think the Packers are a much more better team than the. Well, I think they're a little bit of a better offense, even with. Now I don't know if Christian Watson is out for this game. I'm not sure if Aaron Jones is out for this game. Like I, I heard they were limited today. I think, but they're going to be game time decisions. That this really depends. Okay, Green Bay, I'm still going to have them winning this game. I still have the edge towards them, but man. Aaron Jones, Christian Watson, and David Bakhtiari being out again. It, it does make me like actually reconsider all the time. I don't know. I, I, I think Green Bay at home is literally the only difference maker to me. If the Saints were the home team, I probably would have picked the Saints. That's how close this game is to. This is a one one and a half point game. This is literally as close as the Vikings-Chargers game that I was talking about earlier. The, this game is as close as it gets. This game... This game is as close. If Jordan Love goes out there and shits the bed, okay, yeah, the Saints probably have this on lock. I think the Packers are going to have to run the ball very well in this game. Very well. It's going to be a defensive battle. Uh, Next game up. Denver Broncos at Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are a a 6.5 point favorite, and I expect them to cover. I think they're going to win this game. The Denver Broncos... Are probably going to start to look better eventually. Russell Wilson has looked better. He's played better than last season. He hasn't played well for four quarters yet. Sean Payton. Sean Payton's team looks a little better. They're not winning games though. They're still not winning games. And they haven't played the toughest and stiffest competition yet in these two games. I think they will step it up. It ain't going to be this game. Uh-uh. They're playing one of the hotter teams in this um, in this early season. I don't see them going to Miami and beating the brakes out of the Dolphins. Hell no. Hell no. Their defense has been a little bit underwhelming. Quarterback play is still not what it should be. The offensive line as well is not what it should be. This is not a good game for the Dolphins. I mean, for the Broncos. Uh, next game up. The Carolina Panthers at Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks are a five and a half point favorite. Yes, they still have some injuries to take care of, but Bryce Young's not playing. I believe Andy Dalton's playing this game. Hey, keep an eye on Andy Dalton. He could have he could have himself a lot of yards in this game. Um, but I don't know. I, I think Seattle's just too much. I don't I don't think Carolina has enough offensively to be able to hang in with Seattle, who. After last week's performance, hey, their offense is going to tear some teams apart as well. We need the Seattle Seahawks defense to step it up, though. They've been they've literally given up over 30 points in two straight games. Andy Dalton has himself a big game. The, the, the Panthers are able to score almost 30 points in this game. We're going to have to have a serious talk about Seattle's defense. Next game up, the Chicago Bears at Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are a 12.5 point favorite. They're gonna cover. You can make the you can make the the line twenty and a half. The the Chiefs will cover. The Chiefs are gonna destroy this team. 
The Bears are arguably maybe the messiest team right now in the league. The Bears could end up having the number one pick again next year. This is how bad they've been. And I don't care if they improve a little bit or not. They're going to get smoked in this game. The Chiefs, their offense has not been as what we would have hoped for these first two weeks. As dynamic, as exciting, as dominant. Oh, they'll be back in this game for sure. Oh, they'll be back. They'll, you're going to see some crazy tricks. You're going to see some crazy touchdowns. You're going to see four or five t- touchdown passes by Mahomes. You're going to see the whole deal. Travis Kelsey is going to have some easy touchdowns. I mean, this game is going to be so easy for the Chiefs. It's not even worth talking about it. And the same thing with the next game. My Dallas Cowboys go to Arizona to play the Cardinals. They're also a 12.5 point favorite. And uh, they're going to toy with the Cardinals. They are. Oh, they're going to beat the hell out of them. The only difference between Arizona and Chicago is Arizona has actually played pretty hard their first two games. They could have won both games in a way. They should have won week two. But they played the Commanders and they played the Giants. They're about to play a real team. And I I don't like it. I don't like their offensive line going up against Dallas' defensive line. It's a huge mismatch. Maybe if they can get the run game with James Conner going, it helps somewhat. But yeah, the guys, this isn't a good. This is not a good matchup at all. Hey, I've we've seen crazier things happen. The Houston Texans almost pulled off the upset last year against Dallas in Dallas. So in our, yeah at Cowboys Stadium. So I'm hoping that's not the case. I'm hoping that's not the case. But I think Dallas should cover. Considering how they've looked so far. Next game up, um, Pittsburgh Steelers at Las Vegas Raiders. This is a close game, but I didn't overthink about this one. I, I have Pittsburgh winning this game, even though the Raiders are a two and a half point favorite. Go figure. I, I think the Steelers are still, the, to me, the team that's going to win this game. I think their defense is going to have a field day in a way. I don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't trust the Raiders' offense at all. And I, I don't trust either offense to begin with. But Pittsburgh de- Pittsburgh's defense has the edge. They will have the edge. They will be able to carry the day. I don't know who's going to carry the day for the Raiders. Unless Kenny Pickett has a high turnover kind of game. And Najee Harris can't do a damn thing. The Raiders will be able to, the Raiders will be able to stick around this game. And, and probably even win the game i don't want to say stick around they are the favorite after all a slight favorite that is but no way no way kenny pickett could play as bad as he's had the last two weeks there's just no way there just isn't no way and uh, look to kenny pickett and to the steeler offense defense i'm not gonna i'm not gonna defend matt canada i'm not gonna defend him but at least to the steelers offense defense they have played very elite defenses so far. They play the 49ers and Browns defenses with elite pass rushers. I, I could I could understand and good secondaries. I can understand a little bit, okay? They're playing the Raiders defense. If Kenny Pickett plays like trash in this game, that's a real problem right now. If Najee Harris can't run the ball, that's a real problem. And they are playing Max Crosby. They are playing a, a solid pass rushers, but this is not a whole this is not a really good defense defensive unit this has never been a good defensive unit the Raiders so I got the Steelers winning but yeah I, I brought up literally what could it what are basically the keys for both teams 
Next game up, the Sunday night football game. I'm shocked this is even Sunday night football. But it's the Philadelphia Eagles at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This literally gives me Thursday night football vibes. But I guess this is what we get. Um, the Eagles are only a four and a half point favorite because they're playing an undefeated team. Yes, the, the Buccaneers are undefeated. I have to remind myself. Yes, the, I think the Buccaneers defense could keep this game close. Yes, Baker Mayfield's all right. But look, j- give me a break. Who have they played defensively so far? They played the Vikings defense, who's probably going to get torched this week again. And they played the Bears defense. Seriously, that's the defenses they've played. They're about to play the Philadelphia fucking Eagles defense. This is a no-brainer. I, I don't see any upset alert here. Baker Mayfield is not going to have a very good game. I think so. It's only a matter of time, but I think this is where, I think this is where his Cinderella run ends. He he's not going to have a very good game, and they can't run the ball to save their lives. Their offense is going to be so anemic in this game. It's going to be bad. I'm predicting this is going to be a bloodbath. I think the Eagles are going to show. I think the Eagles are literally going to tell Roger Goodell, "Hey, how about you put us against a real team next time?" But no, really, I think Philadelphia's offense is going to have some growing pains as this game goes by because they're playing a really good defensive team. They're going to have the ball so much. I don't think Tampa Bay can sustain drives. I don't think they can sustain drives. The Tampa Bay has played some. They play the Vikings offense. They. It's not like they haven't played anybody, but I, I trust Jalen Hurts. I trust his Eagles run offense. I, tr- I trust the entire Eagles team. Then I do the Buccaneers right now. When you're led by Baker Mayfield, I don't trust you. I don't. Their offense is not trustworthy. Not that offensive line. Not their run game. And definitely not their quarterback. This is a no-brainer. They'll cover. Next game up. This is another close game. Monday Night Football. This is actually a hell of a game. The Los Angeles Rams, Cincinnati Bengals, a rematch of the Super Bowl a couple years ago. This all depends on Joe Burrow's availability. I don't fucking know if he's playing. I've literally tried to look it up. No one knows if this man's playing or not on Monday night. He looks like he's recovering from the calf injury, but nobody knows. If Joe Burrow plays, I'm leaning towards Cincinnati. They're the home team. They've got to get their shit together. They have a lot of pressure on them right now. The defense has been a little bit underwhelming. I mean, seriously, this team, I mean, they have more talent. They have better players in the Rams. They're at home. They have a lot to play for. I mean, they can't start 0-3, right? But if he does not play, and Jake Browning's their starting quarterback, and no offense to Jake Browning, but I've taken the Rams. So I'm taking the Bengals in this game, but if Burrow doesn't play, I'm already taking the Rams. The Rams are one of the surprises of the season. They've played so well these first two weeks against division rivals, against two playoff teams. They've played so well. And they're about to play another one. And they're the way they you're get the way they're getting to the quarterback. Like everything about them right now is impressive. Their quarterback play from uh, Matthew Stafford up until his two picks last week. They moved the ball so well against the 49er defense. That's what has impressed me so much. Every player is stepping up right now. The offensive line is not as bad as what we thought it could be. This team we thought was going to be winning five games, but they look like they could be challenging for a playoff spot right now. They're so well coached. I like this team. I like this team, but I I really don't think they're going to be able to contain the Bengals receivers. I really don't think. I think they're going to have a bad time, a hard time being able to stop 
this receiving core from Cincinnati if Burrow is to play. Their key is literally Aaron Donald. They're gonna if they can get through that interior of that interior offensive line of Cincinnati's, oof, look out. This is a close game. This is gonna be very, very close, I think. And I think Cincinnati barely edges them out. I just don't see them 0-3. I don't see a team of that caliber starting the season off 0-3. That would be disastrous. 0-3 is crazy. I'm not even going to lie. Baltimore, I think, has a W this week. You're talking about already a three-game deficit over the Ravens? That's that's tough. That's brutal. But then, other than that, folks, that is it for me this evening. I will be back Sunday night to recap the action on... Uh, that happened throughout the weekend. But that's it for me again. I hope everybody has a great rest of the week and great rest of the evening. A great weekend. Enjoys the Sunday games. And again, appreciate the support from every single one of you. Folks, this slime is officially out. Good night.